Welcome to the Sermon Podcast of Trinity Church in Carryville, Tennessee, right outside of Memphis. For more information about our church, please visit our website, trinity901.com. So I said in our text, chapter Psalm 147 is not a very normal, it's not a very usual Christmas text. And I think that Luke is giving us a hint, he's giving us a clue when he talks about the swaddling clothes. I think there's a reason why he's mentioning that. And so what we need to do is we need to go back to the Old Testament. We need to go back to the Psalms. Now, the chapter 147 is the end of the book of Psalms. We're, we're coming to the very end. And we know that beginning with one chapter, beginning with chapter 145, that this is a doxology of praise. That this is written for Israel. It is a hymn of praise. That as they approach the temple, as they worship in the temple, they can come to these chapters in the book of Psalm and they can praise God for who He is and what He has done and how He has blessed them. Now we need to understand why these chapters were written. If you understand the Old Testament and you understand the history of Israel, you know that they did not obey the covenant and they went into exile. They were punished for their disobedience. There's a great king named Cyrus who issues an edict as Israel is in exile and he tells them that they can come back. Some of them can come back to Jerusalem if they would like. And they can reestablish the temple. They can reestablish worship. And so they do. Now Ezra and Nehemiah write about this in the Old Testament. And Ezra and Nehemiah are encouraging Israel. They're encouraging the people of God. Rebuild the temple. And institute proper worship. And obey the covenant perfectly. And if you will do these things, then perhaps God will place a Davidic son on His throne and now everything is lined up for what? The coming of the greater Davidic son who will establish the kingdom of God forever. And so when we come to chapter 147 in Psalms, they're praising the Lord, they're praising Him in their temple, they're praising Him in Jerusalem, they're talking about what God is going to do when He establishes His kingdom, and they, they write in verse 3, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. That when the Messiah comes and the kingdom is established, when the Redeemer is here, that everything's going to be made right. Everything's going to be made right. Wounds healed. The broken hearted healed. And so we think about that and we think about Israel and we think about rebuilding the temple in Jerusalem and we fast forward a few years and a child is going to be born to Elizabeth, John the Baptist, And Zechariah is his father, and it's great news because nothing seems right. We came back to Jerusalem. We rebuilt the temple. We have worshipped God here. Where is our Davidic king? Where is the Messiah? Where is our hope? 
Why are our hearts broken? Why are we wounded? It's dark. This is not the way it is supposed to be. And so a child is born in Bethlehem. And it's Jesus. And Mary and Joseph have been told that this is the Davidic son. This is the one that all the expectations have been placed upon who will deliver God's people because He will obey the covenant perfect. And so, it's interesting to me that in Luke chapter 2, when He's writing about Jesus, and we, we discussed this a couple of weeks ago, who was a source that Luke talked with about forming His Gospel. Many scholars believe that it was Mary herself. And so he writes about the swaddling clothes. That the Redeemer, the Messiah, who's come to deliver God's people, the one who is perfect in every single way, was wrapped up. He was wrapped up. He was swaddled. Now, in the time in which Jesus was born in Bethlehem, they didn't have the cute baby blue swaddling clothes that was all one piece that velcroed that had a cute little hood and if I remember correctly the hood had little animal ears on it I didn't have that so what they would do is they would take shreds of cloth and in essence they would tie the baby and this was a standard practice across many different civilizations at the time in which Jesus was born you take these cloths and you wrap them and tie them and hold the baby in one piece and it brings it comfort. And so that's what Mary did for her son. Because he was born like us. He took on flesh in order to come and rescue us. So he entered into this place, this broken, sinful, fallen world. He's dwelling in the manger in Bethlehem. He's, he's surrounded by broken hearts. Now, how, do I, how do I know that? I don't mean in the sense of hearts being broken because of a relationship between two teenagers that have come to an end. I'm talking about the sheer brokenness of our hearts because we live in a sinful world. And things are not the way they are supposed to be. And we struggle. And we have loss. And we have problems. And we have challenges. And it's just strenuous to live in this world. And there is Mary wrapping up the Redeemer of God's people. And I wonder if she mentioned to Luke that she reflected on Psalm 147 where it said the Messiah, the Redeemer, the Davidic Son would bind up the wounds of Israel. Even as she's wrapping her own son, He brings healing. I don't know. Could have been. But I do know this that the swaddling clothes cannot be dismissed as a reference in light of 
how it was carried out in the time period in which Jesus lived to the resurrection. What did they do when Jesus died? They took strips of cloth and they wrapped Him. They swaddled Him. Common practice. Similar to the way that it was done with children. Except they would have wrapped His entire body. And we know that when they came to the tomb that Easter Sunday, that the swaddling clothes, if you will, were on the ground. And Jesus was upright. And He was alive. And He was resurrected. And so when we come to the manger and we come to the nativity in Bethlehem, we come to these swaddling clothes. And we are reminded of the Old Testament where God said, I will come for my people. I will save my people. I love you. You belong to me. I know that you are sinful. I know that you are broken. I know that your hearts hurt. But my love for you is great and I am coming to redeem you to myself. And we see the swaddling clothes in the manger as the fulfillment of what was foretold in the Old Testament and it's pointing to that empty tomb where those swaddling clothes, those swaddling wraps, those pieces of cloth are on the ground. And when we look into the tomb, when we peek into the tomb, into the darkness, there is the light. Because those pieces of cloth on the ground that swaddled Jesus, because they are on the ground, because they are not on Him any longer, our hearts have been healed. That when He comes out of that tomb, the grown man who once was the Christ child, He binds up our wounds. He heals our hearts. He does it instantaneously. He does it every single day. And He will do it one time, once when the kingdom comes in all His fullness. This good shepherd, this great physician, that's who Jesus is and He belongs to us. He heals our hearts. He binds up our wounds. So that's the message that you should hold tightly in your soul this Christmas. Is that no matter what's going on in this world, no matter what I'm dealing with, no matter the loss that I have felt and suffered, the emotions that are running high because of problems and issues, stress and depression, all of the different things we face as people in a fallen world, the swaddling clothes of the manger and of the empty tomb mean that we have hope. That the kingdom is coming in all its fullness for us because Jesus came and was born and He lived and He died. Let that be a message of hope to you this afternoon, an encouragement to you a Christmas gift. Let's pray. Our Lord and our God, we thank You that this is so true. That You are the One who has healed our wounds. 
You're the one who takes the pieces of our heart and put it back together. We thank you that you do that for us, that you have loved us greatly, that you have showered us with grace, that you have given us a mercy that never ends. Father, thank you that we have the opportunity this Christmas to celebrate the one who was wrapped in swaddling clothes. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen.